You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Insecure Experience brought to you by Flawless Noises Media Network. This is episode four, and we're going to be discussing episode three of HBO's Insecure, the final season, episode three. What was it called? Pressure, okay? But before we do that, I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Brian Tia. Hey, ladies. Hello. Hey. Y'all ready? Because I feel like... (laughs) I feel like now we're getting into it. Like, I feel Let's like get into they, it. They yes. open the door. But I feel like, honestly, if I had my way, they could have started the season with episode three. Like, I we didn't need the whole Stanford that. thing. We didn't need the Stanford thing. I feel like the Crenshaw fashion show shit. I feel like that could have came after this episode. But to me, the season has now started because we're seeing all these moving pieces happen. Like we finally is not up in the air anymore. Lawrence and Condola have a baby, a son named Elijah Mustafa, which I like the name (laughs) Elijah. (laughs) It's a very, very common, adorable little boy name. And I like his nickname is Ja. I think that's cute. But boy... Are was Condola and Lawrence in for a rude awakening, like a rude awakening? So let's before we even this. get there, can we just say, you know, I I agree with you uh, that the season could have started here, but I am glad that I got to see Issa being successful. So I have something to kind of put this against, you know, like this is what she gets for choosing herself because the okay. what's going on with Lawrence right now is a mess. That's great perspective. And it also just makes it very clear, even with Candace mentioning that she hopes that Issa chooses herself. We got a chance to see it earlier in the season than we had anticipated. So instead of it being the series finale, we see it on the very first episode that Issa right. chose to choose herself. And then we jump forward one year later in episode two to see her thriving in her career. So Issa made the right decision. Very much so. Now let's let's just hop right into it ladies don't ever be a condola okay and i'm gonna tell you why if you are having unprotected sex with a man and you end up pregnant you do not give no motherfucker uh a choice in them being present and accounted in your pregnancy the childbirth the delivery and the parenting she gave that nigga a choice you could be present as much or as little as you want and that nigga said well i'll do the bare minimum fuck you i'm still taking this job i'm still taking this job i'm still moving to san francisco and it is what it is it should have never been a a choice shouldn't have been a choice but i'm gonna say this um and i i'm looking at both of them sideways to be honest like i am looking at both of them like y'all are acting out y'all are immature y'all this is a mess right but you you are sleeping with the man with no protection knowing and understanding that you are fertile and can get pregnant and all that good stuff you tell this man that he can have as little or as much to do with you you know whatever y'all he tells you like, I didn't, you know, I can't believe this is happening and blah, blah, blah. And your answer to that is, oh, you can do what you want. And then when he does what he wants, you have a breakdown. That is 
purely because neither one of y'all really understood what it was going to take to to raise this baby. First, people who do not have kids, and I'll say it again, if you do not have kids, you have no idea how hard that first three, four months are. You may have heard something about it. You may have even seen someone go through it. But until you have been uh, falling asleep, breastfeeding your child while you're starving, you know, on the couch, realizing you haven't taken a shower in two days, that's newbornness. And I don't think that shit hits you out of nowhere. So I think it was, I think she had all intentions to raise this baby somewhat alone. But when that newbornness hit, she was like, nah, fuck this. I'm not trying to do this by myself. Yeah, I don't think either one of them were definitely prepared for it because number one, we already seen Lawrence be a terrible partner, period. And then adding on top of that to being a parent, she definitely, I think that she overplayed her hand as well. Just as I had mentioned before, everything that she seems to do so far since her and Lawrence has been dating and now that they're broken up and they barely can stand each other has been to one up on Issa. And now, you know, this is the consequences of their actions and they now have a baby in their lives and they have to navigate as best as they can parenthood but for different reasons they're not doing a great job of it i want to ask how shitty of an individual or how much of a loser was condola's ex-husband that the whole reason they divorced was because she didn't want any kids and then she just so ever so loosely cocked her legs open with no (laughs) birth control him with no condoms and had a baby with this this nigga that she said she didn't want to be serious with. Baby, I know that ex-husband broke was your ex-husband. How <laughs> ugly or broke was he? You know, because I'm gonna there throw ain't this, no fucking way. I'm throwing this theory back out here that I gave you last season that I don't think that her having a baby had anything to do with Lawrence or Issa or anybody. I think it had something to do with Tiffany. That's her bestie boo. And those are the type of women that when they see their friends starting to have kids, they're like, oh, damn, guess it's time for me to have a kid. I think that she realized she was getting to a certain age. She heard her biological clock ticking and she realized this was her opportunity. Like, I don't think she got pregnant on purpose, but she could have went to the good doctor. Like if she didn't want to be in a really messy situation, which I mean, that's a good enough reason to go to the doctor for me. Um, She could have handled things a lot differently. She could have been more responsible from the jump. But I think seeing Tiffany have a baby and be happy with her baby, I think that made her want to do the same. The thing is, is that uh, unprotected sex happens. It happens whether you are, you know, in a committed relationship, y'all just sleeping with each other or whatever. It happens. But I just feel like some part of her made a conscious decision to do what she did and it was just a situation they both was thrown into and essentially they are strangers to each other so they they brought this baby into this world and they don't know anything about each other really and now they're responsible to raise this child together it's just a series of bad decisions like i said i am not condemning them from having unprotected sex because it happens but at the same time lawrence has really been thinking with his small head for seasons now he's just dumb he does not know how to make salient he doesn't know how to make sound decisions at all and this proves it well that's neither one of them do yeah but but i'm gonna be honest when you go to your obgyn they're gonna tell you if you are not using birth control or practicing safe sex you are actively trying to get pregnant yep like there's literally nothing else to say about that. 
Like they'll tell you in a heartbeat, they'll ask you in a heartbeat, are you on birth control? Do you want to be on birth control? Are you having protective sex? If you be like, no, they're going to be like, so you're trying to get pregnant. Right. Is what you're telling me. Um, I feel like she was trying to get pregnant. I feel like she was hoping that Lawrence would want nothing to do with it. And mm-hmm. she could be a strong, independent black single mama and go on about her business. She had her mom and her sister there. But what people don't tell you when you get pregnant and they get all excited about the baby coming. Oh, I can't wait to see him or her. I can't wait to meet your little bundle of joy. As soon as that baby cried, that baby back in your arms and they on, and motherfuckers baby. is going home. Gone. Gone. But They're also, going home. nobody can soothe your baby like the parents for the first whatever. It's the way you smell. It's the way you hold them. They've been used to you. Like, huh, I just, oh, time out. What did y'all think about Kiki as a sister? Because I wasn't feeling it annoying i actually like kiki as the sister because i i so my thing with condola is in general she tries to play shit too cool she's very like y'all have said she's very fucking passive aggressive she she wants to be seen as the cool calm collective one and i did think kiki was shooting from the hip and um t made a a point in the pregame is that we don't know what narrative she has been feeding her family yeah but i think we can i think we can see based on how much he was canceling these trips to come see the baby um i think we could tell by his he was i don't know if he could have pushed her to be a part of her pregnancy because that was ultimately her choice but like just seeing his behavior some of his actions after the baby was born um yeah i don't well, think it was also, whatever she was feeding them was too far off the cuff it, let's also talk about though um how her passive aggressiveness played a huge part on in his attitude towards the whole situation so you text this man and tell them hey your baby's born instead of calling him or texting him like yo i'm going into labor i don't feel right you know whatever and I'm just, you know, of course, we didn't see her pregnancy. We didn't see how they're related or whatever. But I'm like, you told him you can have as much or as little to do with me and this baby as you want. And he spent your whole pregnancy away from you. Like, I think that but then we also I, have to hold men accountable, too. And I and I, I don't and this want is not to be not, not holding men accountable, but just hear me out. Right. Because. It's also about body autonomy. If I tell you as a woman, leave me the fuck alone. I really don't want to be bothered with you, especially pregnant. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. But that's not what she said. She said you can be involved as much or as little as you want. He had a, he had a choice to make and he chose the laziest option. And we and got to hold him accountable for that. He was lazy. Now, if they, if he tried to reach out and tried to be there for doctor's appointments and she's like, listen, I don't want you to be a part of none of this. I'll reach out when I'm about to go into labor. Then it's, Hey, what more can he do? But be hands off with that. But I she gave him a choice, a stupid incredibly irresponsible choice. for both of them to not even have this conversation that we're having. You know, like it was just so stupid. Like neither one of you have like sat down and had a conversation before the baby got here about the, about expectations, about where the baby's going to be. Like, Laura, you're a dumbass if you think you could take a newborn away for a night from their mom. Like, it's just, not even just take a baby, but take a, take a newborn away 
that you haven't spent a week's worth of nights with to even understand their different cries and, you know, learn how to soothe them or whatever the case may be. You haven't sat down with anyone professionally to talk about ex like, even if you didn't want to talk to Condola, you have the resources and the means to figure out how to approach this situation with a brand new mom. And you are traveling back and forth to see the baby. It's just kind of like, I feel like he gave it, he put in his bare minimum effort to say, well, I'm trying to be a dad. Oh, so I'm the speech about there. the trying to, that pissed me off because the bar is in hell. I'm not a deadbeat. So the fuck what? Like, <laughs> not being sure? a deadbeat does not mean, mean you're a great to say, father. Is he sure? <laughs> I, um, I appreciate sure? it that um, Tiffany's husband brought him to the side, you know, with the whole blow up. It was like, hey don't do this like not like this like you catch more flies with honey than vinegar you really need to be sympathetic you know she just had a baby she's going through all this like you need to I also love the way Chad gave him good advice I will say that I did not like the advice that Condola's sister gave to her um, because it felt like it was from a place of like not peace and we under I understand that's her character or whatever like it was from bitterness it like was it from felt bitterness. Like it was from bitterness. And the thing is, if we expect Lawrence to keep pushing, keep going, keep trying to, you know, break through this wall that Condola has up, you absolutely cannot have her sit there and keep making things difficult right. while knowing she needs the fucking help. That's my problem with her. She's she knows she needs some fucking help from him. Yep. Even with the thing, even though Lawrence, when they got into the big argument because he came in town, was getting ready to take the baby to the hotel with him. First of all, why you want to take a baby to a hotel? Right, but also she agreed to that. Like I can yeah, understand. She had no passive aggressive bullshit yep. yet again. She agreed yep. to it because <sighs> me. If you know anything about babies, babies do not adapt well to changing environments. Like when we have gone to hotels with like Taj, like that first night, he was not sleeping good. Right. He got back home. He's sleeping like a, he's sleeping like a baby, like the baby he is. But she could have just said, I'm not comfortable with you taking him to an unfamiliar place. You are more than welcome to spend a night here and I can get some rest. He should have said, you know, if you're uncomfortable with me taking him to a hotel, is it okay if I stay here and you could get some rest? Like y'all, like Bri is saying, Auntie is saying, you motherfuckers are working against each other, knowing y'all both need help. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Why? I don't y'all understand. Are too old to be that it's fucking pride. immature. No, it's pride too, because I think after she done took that grandstand talking about you, you can be here as much or as little as you want to. She felt like she can't then go and change the narrative. I also felt like she told her family that it was something different than it was mm-hmm. because your sister don't get mad like that unless you'd have told her some shit. We, I have a sister. I know how my sister acts. Right. Like if yep. I tell her some shit about some man, this man did this to me. I think he told, I think Adola told her family we were in a relationship. That he didn't want to be with her. And yep, we, he didn't mm-hmm. want to be with me when he found out I was pregnant. And that's not exactly how the story I think went. it was. Right. I think it was worse than that. I think she told her family they were messing around. They were dating. He decided to get back with his ex. Yep. He didn't want to be with her even when he found out she was pregnant. And here they are. When the truth of the matter is, 
you didn't you told Lawrence you didn't see anything long term with him that he was rushing things that he was getting ahead of himself he fell back and he moved on and here you come chugging talking about you pregnant I'm gonna be honest I would have ran to the chop shop Say I would not be going through this with Lawrence because as we can see, he don't want nothing to do with her romantically. But also don't Uh, feed my baby fucking food that I don't know what's in it. Also, I I, I will agree (laughs) with you on that, but I will also say it's the same communication shit because he said, Hey, when we went to the doctor, the doctor said we could start introducing solid foods anytime after four months. And that's when you have the conversation as parents to be like, you know what? I want to wait till six months. I want to wait till eight months. I want to do one food at a time. I want to do this. He's a dad. You know, I'm sure he's, he's excited about it being his first kid. He sees something, puts it in the kid's mouth. It was very stupid for him to do that because, but I know he didn't understand the implications. And if she knows the implications of doing something like that, why is it not something you share with the father? I think she's so hell bent on being Miss Independent, independent woman, I don't need nobody, that she's shooting herself in the foot. And the way she acted at that damn birthday party is a fucking fool. Do not come to nobody Okay, else. so don't it come. pissed me off with her saying, give me my baby. My baby, right. I don't like that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't like that at all. I thought that was really ugly. She did it again when he came to pick the baby up. That's not your baby. That's your baby. Yes. You decided to have a baby with this man. So no, it's not your baby. And yes, you should have took him to the side and had a conversation. Said, here's why I did not want to to start food right now because little Elijah is not showing signs of being interested in food. Like the only time I've ever seen babies get baby food at four months is when they show a great interest in food. Like if mm-hmm. they see you eating, they, they trying to grab at the spoon, you know, they move in their mouth and stuff like that. But again, a conversation that should have been had after y'all came from the doctor, more than likely yep. it's, y'all mm-hmm. are both fucking lazy and it's in y'all so laziness, lazy. y'all are making each other fucking miserable. Right. And I, I um, just want to point out again that I also think that they went to that birthday party for Tiffany's baby. She wanted the optics of Lawrence being with her. She wanted the optics of them getting along and everything else so that she seems like a so very... Tiffany, yeah. So Tiffany and Kelly might mention it to Issa like, hey, yes. Lawrence and mm-hmm. Condola were at, were at little baby Bowtie's first birthday party that was an ugly ass theme but i was just kind of like again condola stay going outside because you you tried to put on and you mm-hmm. played yourself in front of yep. all them people yep. so let's blew right so up guess in my face what the fuck kelly and tiffany went back and told Issa, girl not lawrence and condola having a huge blowout at, at the baby party you still look yep. stupid. You have been trying yep. to have a one-up on Issa for a long fucking time and not even a pregnancy real Lawrence back into your bed, your legs, your home, and your heart. He don't want you no more. Don't want you. Don't even want to spend the night. Don't even want to. Because I'm like, logically, like, you living in L.A., you had a baby with this man. He could just, uh, just slept on the couch at your place. If your mom and sister was going to be with you and you just had a baby with this nigga, like, I'm with you, Candace. Chop shop me. Because let me tell you something right now. 
I choose me in every situation. I'm not fitting to have no baby that's going to have me in a, a, a situation with somebody that I barely know having to accommodate my life to theirs. I'm absolutely not doing that. Like, I'll try again later. Absolutely. I'm glad that it blew up in her face. I am also glad very, that it blew up in her I'm face. I'm very because, glad that it blew up in her face. But I'm also glad it blew up in Lawrence's face, too. Because me, too. Lawrence, because let me, too. That fuck, Go I'm ahead, Brie. This fucking montage of him going and fucking these bitches and, and going along with life like nothing's happening. Let me tell you something about motherhood and parenthood in general. You do not try to fit your baby into your life. Your baby's not going to fit on a nice little calendar line, you know, and your Apple calendars. You have to base your life around that baby. You mean to tell me with COVID going on and everything, there was no way his employer was like, hey, you know, or he doesn't go to his employer like, hey, do you mind if I work remote and come up here when I need to? I was a- about to say he's he's in the tech industry why is he not able to work remotely dog he come in for big meetings his home base should be la and san francisco should be where he fly to go to work period like there's no reason that you should be away from your newborn like and then you know when they were having that argument she's like like when i had to take him to urgent care for blah 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 and i didn't call he's like why didn't you call me what were you gonna do you weren't close okay that's both of y'all fault right it's your fault for not being close. You need to be close enough to touch your son in 15, 20 minutes when they're a newborn. It's also your fault for not being like, hey, dad, listen, this is what's going on, blah, 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 blah. When I tell you my son is six years old, I co-parent with his father, my ex-husband. I don't care if Jameson gets a bump on his knee. When he's with me, I always send a courtesy text. Hey, um, you know, just letting you know that Jameson has XYZ going on. The end, I leave it at that, but it is my obligation as the primary parent to make sure that the other parent knows what's going on that, you know, they should naturally know, you know, like they, there's no way that Lawrence would have known he, he was sick unless he was right there in his Absolutely. face. Absolutely. And right. also LA and San Francisco is six, six hours apart from each other. So again, why aren't you able to remotely work as somebody in the tech industry and then drive up or fly up? for big meetings or fly up if you need to be there for a week or two, get a hotel and extended stay. I'm just not understanding this big push. And maybe that's a, a plot hole because I definitely feel like in, in these pandemic times, mm-hmm. he could have been working remotely. Yep. Especially if he would have said, I have a, you know, I have a child on the way. I feel like they didn't even consider the pandemic for this final season because the way that they are moving about on this show compared to other shows that you might watch and you see people wearing masks and still somewhat social distancing. I don't even think that they consider that into this season at all. No, they said something about well, COVID, but th- th- that was it. Remember when they were in the tent? Well, because they're saying like it's a year later. So at this point, we got to realize we're back where we are right now. It's a lot of people not masking up mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. So I do believe COVID is around, but if we look at the timeline, like a year ago when we recorded the last episode, like in June of 2020, it's a lot different then than it is now in November, 2021. A lot right. of people are moving about like it's nothing. So I, I don't feel like they didn't consider COVID, but I do feel like when all of this was going on with this pregnancy was in the thick of COVID and he could have worked remote if he wanted to. He's got to be honest and say he chose his self mm-hmm. 
And like Bree said, he is now trying to fit this baby into his life instead of doing what he should have done. And that was planned for this baby and, and move things around in his life to fit that baby. Right. Right. Because when he told that girl, she blew his life up. What you yeah. mean, nigga? You, you blew her walls up. You blew her own. You blew your own life. up. because let's not talk about, let's talk about the you, summer of irresponsibility, how you caught a venereal disease because you were out here. So irresponsible. You better be glad. Hello. The only thing else you got was a baby. Cause you've been out here wilding and still ain't learned nothing. Still in the montage. He's sleeping with some woman. He barely know like, it's there has to be some kind of moment of reckoning for him and i'm hoping that plain moment was not just him trying to figure out what okay i need to get it together with my son he's the most important thing in life no you need to get it together with your life put dating on the daggone back burner like i don't understand people who make dating their whole life you know you got a billion other things going on you know you got responsibilities dating can't take a two-month hiatus until you figure things out like not being funny, but the only thing you blew was a load in that woman's vagina. You, yep. That's it. That was a choice. You made a choice. You made a very active decision not to wear a condom. You know, it reminds me of that tweet. You remember that nigga said, I wish we could choose our baby mother. I wish we could choose our baby mama. <laughs> I, I tweeted that last night. I tweeted that last night. I ain't getting no traction for it, y'all haters. But hey, it's true. Baby, look- you can absolutely choose your baby mother. But you got to be, you got to be smart. You got to be smart. And these decisions, like the heat of the moment decisions are what are the decisions that really change your life. Like, you know, for instance. I'm going to be honest. When I, I don't know what the laws are out there for abortions in California, but all I know is. They're very liberal. When I saw, when I saw that nigga not being active in the first trimester, I would have been at the chop shop. Same. Before the first trimester ended. Like Maybe I wouldn't even gave him a chance to show hit, me. Like before week 13 hit, it would have been done. It would have been nothing. The way you would not you have had even nothing had to show on. me because of the reaction that he had. You remember how blown he was when she told him and his facial expressions and he all blowing the air and shit? Nah, we good. Never mind. Yep. Just being a fucking loser. Mm-hmm. But ultimately... I feel like this is one of those situations where you like, you know, mama's baby and papa is lazy. You've (laughs) got to do like, you got to do better. Lawrence, there's you, because one thing we can say about Condola's parenting is she is giving it all she has and you are giving it whatever you want to. That's the difference between whatever's left over. Not all he wants yeah. to. It's what literally whatever. No, whatever he over. wants to. Not all he wants. He's giving whatever he wants to. Just anything. It don't matter. A little, a lot. He make time. He don't work. Come first. Getting bitches come first. Fucking white women in San Francisco. You know, laughing at a bitch calling you stupid and all that kind of stuff. But child, we that was weird. That you know what? He married to a white woman, so I'm not even surprised that he was laughing. He would laugh at some shit like that because it's probably been said to him before and he he heed in real life. But I was just I wasn't I didn't expect anything more from Lawrence. I'm gonna be honest. I just was hoping that Condola wasn't actively being a dickhead too. Like you said, Bree, the text message, the text message, because and I get it, like if you start going into labor. You're going to call whoever is closest to you. True enough. 
But why couldn't you have your mom or your sister call and say, hey, Lawrence, this is Condola's sister and mom. We want to let you know that she's going into labor. We're about to take her to the hospital. I don't know if you can get a flight right away or whatever is happening, um, but I, we'll keep you posted. Yo, and- like that's the <laughs> message she should have get, given her her mom and her sister. Like, hey, while I'm in labor, I need y'all to do me a favor and keep Lawrence posted you know, if he decides to come, that's on him. But I don't want him to be able to say he didn't know that I was in labor and, and that his child was coming. So you like, know, I do feel that, like she was doing a lot of shit out of spite too. She was. I also, I looked at that situation. First of all, shout out to Lita Rashawn looking amazing and beautiful yes. as Condola's mm-hmm. mother. Um, my mama and my Nana, they're just decent people and they would not have let me get, have gotten away with that. Like no. I would have been going into labor and my mama would have been like, okay, you know, let's just breathe. Hey, did you call Lawrence? Did you, you know, do this? And even if I was like, I don't want to call him, my mom, my mom or my grandma would be like, it's the right thing to do. You lay there and had a baby with this man. And the very least that you owe him is to let him know that that said baby is coming. Yeah. Yep. That's why I also th- think that she did give her sister and her mom some kind of sob story or terrible like half-assed truth about what really happened between them like point of this whole conversation is they're on the they're both raggedy but Lawrence is just tipping the scales a lot more raggedy than Condola is because I can understand uh the frustration I she played the hell out of that she acted the hell out of this episode um she had just had a baby like in real life and like her body was perfect like it you know like she looked like she just had a baby like she had the whole look down and you know I really appreciated seeing her have to like break down those walls because you know every other time we've seen Condola she's very polished she's very you know in control of the situation and she wasn't she couldn't be yeah I agree I certainly agree. I am not sure how I feel about the preview for next episode. Maybe. I I don't know why. I don't know why they keep trying to make Issa and Nathan happen. Mm. Like it should be a been there, done that thing. Um, But I am interested in seeing why her and uh, Crenshaw are beefing. Yeah. Yeah. I um, am completely disinterested in anybody that Molly is trying to date right now, um, especially if they're going to be attached to that nigga. Once you cry like that in somebody's bed and once they leave you, you know, to your, after you fall asleep because they really didn't want to deal with the repercussions, I mean, as they don't have to or whatever, the way I would have deleted his fucking number out of my phone and pretended like I never knew that nigga. Yeah. That's y'all it. give it too much y'all give it too much y'all but you know this is what happens when you have business relationships with people but she's still trying to blur them lies or her friends trying to blur them for him and i'm looking for whoever this little chunky nigga is he look funny i'm looking for i'm looking forward to a couple of teas give me something i'm mm-hmm. i'm just give me we- anything except for this constant trying to get back with nathan thing yeah. uh, we get like- kelly we get Kelly next episode. We do. And yeah. I, I wonder why she stopped drinking also. That was a big part of this episode. I don't know why she stopped drinking. Yeah. 
maybe she felt like she was out of control. I don't know, but with that whole uh, little little tidbit with the Peppa Pig and Pepper with a hard R, <laughs> Pig had me dying. But that's the same cousin that was in that ghetto stage play from the yes. first season. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh... I love seeing Kelly. I think she's funny. I know a lot of people have said they feel like she is like the fat, funny friend and nothing more. But I, I think if you, even if you read between the jokes, like it, when she's not being funny, um, Kelly provides a lot of cohesiveness amongst mm-hmm. their friend group. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? She is the peacekeeper, the peacemaker, and she is the insight and the wisdom. Like underneath the joke, she gives them really good advice about shit. Yeah. So right. I don't think this will be the same show without Kelly. And I'm with you on that. I will I will also say that um what's his name Prentice Penny, he absolutely said that this episode was focused on testing condolas you can be there as little or as much as you want little bullshit that she pulled. Right. Because it was meant to be for her for her to be painted as like, you know, new motherhood is whooping her ass and she needs some help. And she should have never gave this man a choice. She should have put her foot down and said, I'm keeping this baby and you need to be present and accounted for. Well. So if that was the point of the episode, it came across as it was supposed to. The lack of communication the lack of boundaries, the lack of respect with each other, all of that came across, which I felt like this also was a beautiful episode to to show people that sometimes in life, the same way you was turned on by a motherfucker, you can be completely turned off and want nothing to do with them for real, for real. Yep. I also appreciate, well, when I was talking to Colin about this episode, because I always have like a little chat check in with him because we both watch the show. He was saying he appreciated how it really showed that how no matter how wrong both sides are, how they can convince themselves that they're right in the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Because neither one of them thought they were the bad guy and neither one of them had to be the bad guy. But you don't necessarily have to have a bad guy for it to be a bad situation. And right now, what they're doing is putting undue stress on the baby because like he said, baby can feel all that like babies are not stupid babies cry more when you know there's tension around like if you are not feeling good as a mom or whatever your baby will cry all night long like my my kids were definitely connected to me like that like yeah it's just undue stress on the baby and you don't want to see like you want to figure it out before they really start understanding what's going on because what's not the business is you got a two-year-old at seeing y'all fight all the damn time like that blow up and stuff Thank God that that baby was not old enough to know what was going on because that is completely uncalled for. Absolutely. Like to get I the agree. fuck out of my house and slam in the door. It's like, you can't do that. No, right. no, you can't. You cannot and you should not. And you shouldn't want to. I think my biggest problem with like with people who make it hard to co-parent with the other parent is why is that your ultimate goal? Why are you so selfish, so self-centered, so ego-driven that you can only see trying to make the parent, the other parent miserable? Because a lot of the time- a child with this person. They want to inflict the same pain. You want to have a happy, healthy child. 
They yeah. want to inflict the same pain on the co-parent that the co-parent has inflicted on them. I think in, um, because I do, I will stand by this. That I think Lawrence was blindsided by the way that she was acting because in his yeah. mind, everything was going to be okay. As little or as much as you want to be there. So he, she was going to take anything from him. So when he started giving her anything and she started giving him attitude, that's blindsiding. Like, like that's blindsiding Absolutely. somebody. I agree. Yeah, I certainly do agree with that. But, you know, they need to do better. Absolutely. And I really don't care. Like, let's imply that they did better and never come back to this. Yeah. This is the last season. I don't want to spend time on it. Yeah. Like, at this point, if this, if Lawrence and Issa are not doing anything, we see what his situation is. Let's let it go. Yeah. Let's be done with that. Yeah. Maybe we, we see them at the end no of some montage knowing that he, you know, pushing the baby on a tricycle or some shit. Like, cool with me. Um, and yeah. that is, I don't like the Mustafa. I thought that was ugly. Yeah, I thought it was too. Talking about that state granddaddy name. No, I don't give a fuck about your granddaddy. It just reminded me of another conversation Candace had. I can't remember what podcast where she said their names don't match. So his first name don't match his middle name. And I think the baby oh, got I'm a, I'm a, I'm a firm name. Be- <laughs> I'm a firm believer in, in kids' names, like, having a flow to it. Yes, like, everybody's make it, name. Make it sound good together. Like, London Ava goes together. Like, it goes Jaden Noel goes it together. Con- yeah, it goes together. <laughs> it has a fluid motion when you say it. Like, you know what? That's a beautiful fucking name. For a kid, I love it. Elijah Mustafa don't do nothing it for don't. me. It don't do nothing. It, it's not. And you know, it's not that girl. The crazy shit is the grandfather probably didn't even want that damn name. Yeah, he probably hated right. that shit. He probably changed his name a time or two. Right. That but might have been his changed name. <laughs> he might not have been born with that name. That's that's his emancipated name, not his slave yeah, name. Mm. Not nah, you know, his, in a hotel. his slave name would have been uh, David. <laughs> Jebediah. David, some stupid, <laughs> but you know. I am, um, I hope this, I won't say I hope this is the last we see of Lawrence, but now that we know that they are having a hard time co-parenting, can we move on? Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Is my question. We don't need to see a lot of this back and forth. Points was made. Y'all painted a picture. We got the vision. Good night. Good night. That's it. We done. We don't want them all. Thank you. And, and everybody be blessed with that one. Um, And stop trying to make Issa fall in love with Nathan again. It's tired. Please, please introduce please. us to somebody else new. Please. I don't want to see that. But that, I think that was it. This was a great episode. It was directed beautifully. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. So we will be back next week. We're coming to y'all early because our good sis Bree is traveling. So we wish her safe travels. Thank you. Yes. you have a great time. Have fun. And we'll be back next Wednesday at our same time.